do you know that God has called you to a life of greatness? Blessings and a special purpose with specific assignment to execute in this world for Him. Stay tuned as Pastor Tokwe Aobisayo brings you the insightful word of God for God-given purpose, discovery, pursuit, and fulfillment of your destiny in Christ. Brought to you by Communion Christian Center. Graced for kingdom assignment. Graced for kingdom assignment. We are not going to be giving grace. We have been giving grace. That's what we are talking about. We are already graced for kingdom assignment. But we need to know. Matthew 6.33 says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God, and his righteousness, every other thing shall be what? Hardened to it. If you read from verse 25, it says, Don't bother yourself about what you eat, what you wear. He knows that we'll be, there will be new fashions in town. He said, don't bother yourself about it. He said, but as you seek him and his righteousness, every other thing will be what? Put in the place. Harded to it. So it means that what you wear will come along. Where you live will come along. And what you eat will what? Will come along. You see, these are things that disturb people in the world. But it says, when you seek him, and you see to the expansion of God's kingdom, you will enjoy these things. They are just hardened things. So we are graced to actually seek it. We are graced to proclaim it. We are graced to spread the gospel. We are graced to preach the gospel. I like where, you know, the person that led us in prayer uh, read, he said, go into the world and preach the gospel. He said, this sign shall follow those who what? Believe. So we are graced to command signs and wonders. We are graced to be productive. For God to have said, Bible says in Genesis chapter, chapter 1 verse 6, verse 8, 28, and he blessed them. Now, And he graced them, praise God, and said, be what? Be fruitful. So if they don't have what capacity to be fruitful, he would not have commanded them to be what? To be fruitful. And it didn't end there. He said, what? Multiply. Alright? Subdue the earth. Replenish it. And what? And take dominion. So, whatsoever God begins in your life as a seed must generate fruit. And if he generates fruit, he has the capacity to what? To multiply. And so, he has the capacity to spread so much that he subdued the earth and what? Replenish it and have dominion. So somebody's product can take and have dominion in marketplace. Praise God. Your children, fruit of your, of your loins, can have dominion in the world. Alright? So that's what the Bible is saying. We are graced. We are already blessed. The scripture says, blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has graced us. Praise God. Who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. So you see the blessing as grace. Now grace is not just a gift. I will share what grace is in three dimensions. Let me just stop at three dimensions. But before then, I'd like to show you that you are a product of grace. Somebody say I'm a product of grace. Somewhere, somehow, in our thoughts, we believe because our parents are pastors, that's why you are born again. 
Somewhere, somehow, you just believe because your parents are harbourless, that's where you were pushed to God. We are a complete product of what? Grace. Somebody say, I'm a product of grace. Okay? Now, Paul said, he pleased the Lord that in the womb of my mother, he separated me for this work. He has been separated in the womb of his mother, and he came here to be doing nothing. Was doing something else. <laughs> there are people who have been separated unto the Lord from the womb of their mothers, and they are doing nonsense presently. Praise God. Now, the separation, the purpose we find them. You know, most of the time we say we, we discover purpose. It's true, but we came as a result of purpose. We are being graced long time ago, before the foundation of the world. Jesus already died. All right? In the spiritual. And so, the scripture says in Ephesians chapter 2, let's go to Ephesians chapter 2. I like to establish that, that you are a product of grace. If you know that you are a product of grace, not that you receive grace as a gift, that grace gave birth to you, you will have a better understanding of what it means to have grace at work in your life. Verse 5. It says, even when we were dead in sins, have quickened us again, as speaking us together with Christ, by grace ye are what? Saved. Somebody say, I'm saved by grace. Now, if you look into your life right now, the other thing should have been done outside grace. You, outside grace, is nonsense. I mean, you can't even imagine it. You'll be bad than, than the baddest, if there's anything word like that. See verse 6, the Bible says, And as he raised us up together, and made us sit together, in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. He said, and made us. It's not happening. It's not going to happen. It's already happened. And raised us together. And raised us. Raised us. He's not raising us. It's not going to happen. It's already happened. Now you see that. He said, in heavenly places in Christ. Now, Grace is not just a gift. Grace is a place. I will get there. I will get there. Because you must be conscious, despite what you are facing, the environment you live in is an environment of grace. Look at it. It said, in heavenly places in Christ. Now, let's go to verse 7. It said, that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us through Christ Jesus. Now, don't let us go into the exceeding riches of his grace. Verse 8. For by grace are ye saved. For by grace we are saved. Through faith. And that not of yourself, it is what? The gift of God. Fantastic. It's the gift of God. He said, but by grace we are what? We are saved, not of ourselves. But he said we are saved through faith. Good. Now, sometimes when you exercise faith, you think you are a, you are um, one way or the other. You have done um, certain works that deserve what you have in your life. Or you have done certain work that makes you deserve um, who you are in Christ. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's why it's, we say it's a finished work. We are finished. We are product of the finished work of grace. Because when he died, none of us had faith 
were not even in existence except in the spirit, praise God, all right, um, uh, when he died. But the Bible says that while we were yet sinners, he died for us. So, um, the grace has been given unto us. Uh, the grace has been given unto us. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that's not of yourself. It is the gift of God. Look at the next verse. It said, not of what, lest any man should what? Should boast. That's why we give him the glory. Because we are products of what? Of grace. I remember Apostle Paul saying, I am what I am by the what? By the grace of God. I am what I am by the what? Only grace can make you like Jehovah. You know, Jehovah is I am that I am. I am what I am by the what? By the grace of God. So we are products of grace. Now, regardless of what you are going through, you must know that is a key word. That we are what? Products of grace. He said, if death reigns through one man, how much more shall those who have received abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in Christ Jesus. Somebody say, I've received grace. And I've received gift of righteousness. Say, I'm a product of grace. Now, if you believe that, can you say amen? Amen. Good. The gospel of Christ is gospel of grace. The gospel of Christ is what? Is gospel of grace. You know, we'll be looking at um, soul winning and then the man God uses and all that. This gospel we talked about, this gospel we have been instructed to preach, this gospel that when we preach is confirmed with signs and wonders is the gospel of what? Gospel of grace. It's not a gospel of law. It's not a gospel of condemnation. It's not a gospel of self. It's a gospel of the Spirit. Bible says, if the ministry of Moses had glory in itself, how much more the ministry of the what? Of the Spirit. So that means the gospel we are talking about is the gospel of grace, is the gospel of, of the Spirit. It's not the gospel of the flesh. It's not the gospel of the law. It's the gospel of what? The gospel of grace. So when we preach the gospel, when we, our message is a message of grace. That's why it reconciles people to God. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's a message of grace. Don't forget when I was talking about how we could witness to him, witness Christ, I spoke about four ways by which we witness. By preaching. By what? Preaching the gospel. By demonstrating the power. The signs and wonders. Do you remember? Then by what? By living a redeemed life. So that means there is a way you live a grace life. A gracious life. When everybody is saying there is a casting down, you are saying there is a what? Lifting up. Even though all of you are going down. It's a grace life to have a different statement compared with the situation. You are in a negative situation, but what is coming out of your mouth is what? It's positive. That's a grace life. A grace life is not when you have all things working for you and everybody can see it happening. Hmm, this is grace. There are people who don't have mobility now who are living grace life. Because why they don't have mobility, their statement is not like they don't have mobility. Are you getting what I'm saying? There are people who have symptoms in their body now who are living a grace life because their statement is Christ has been crucified because by his stripes we are what? We are healed. 
So living a grace life does not mean you're already having everything rosy. I mean, walking. For, are you getting what I'm saying? So living a redeemed life. A redeemed life. The life that have conquered the world. The scripture says that whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. This is the that overcomes the world. Even our what? Have faith. So, number one, living a redeemed life. Number two, preaching the gospel. Number three, demonstrating the power of God. Believers who are spirituals holds to be what? Demonstrating the power of God. Demonstrating the power of God. The act of apostle was the, is a book of action. Praise God. Every believer is an actor of the kingdom. Somebody say I'm an actor. <laughs> the script is the Bible. They cast out the demons. And you do what? You hack it. Praise God. That's demonstrating the power of God. You can't cast out the demons and the people you cast the demon out of will not be given to God. That's one of the ways by which we witness Christ. There are a lot of bosses in place of work that are full of demons. They need to be delivered. That somebody has things upstairs does not mean he doesn't have other things inside or downstairs. <laughs> Glory to God. There are a lot of doctors that are sick. CMD. Managing pains. They can't solve their personal problems. There are a lot of companies that are so much in huge debt. You can be working there and you are not in huge debt. And when they are doing the analysis, you solve the problem. That is demonstrating the power of God. We can see what is happening all over Africa. There are a lot of mess. Governments are just backward. Brains are backward. Things are just upside down. You just need to hear this because I don't talk like this normally because God is raising those who have been living a redeemed life to penetrate those places. Nebuchadnezzar being an Edwin king would not have been successful without Daniel. Babylonia was an empire though it was a secular empire that depended, that depended on the covenant children. Are you getting what I'm saying? So it's by demonstrating the power. The last one is by producing results. Those who don't have results have find it difficult to witness Christ. That's why God wants us to have results. We don't need to be crying to be prosperous. It's our heritage. It's our heritage. You don't need to cry and fast and fast and fast and fast and fast and fast to have a happy home. God wants to use your home to minister to your neighbors. Are you getting what I'm saying? Not that they're throwing chairs. Like in the house of assembly. Are you getting what I'm saying? There are homes like that where they throw chairs. Some don't throw chairs, they throw words. Hmm? They throw words. <laughs> but God wants to use your own home as a standard if God were to marry here. How that marriage would be. That's the way your home should be. Are you getting what I'm saying? So those are the four ways. And now we are talking about graced for kingdom assignment. We are product of grace. So you can see all the four ways. None of us can actually manifest or witness Christ through that four ways without the grace of God. It's difficult to cast out the demons without the grace of God. It's difficult to lay hands on the sick and they, they will recover by the grace of God. It's difficult. It's difficult. It's difficult for problems that is far, far older than you. You know the problem of Nigeria is older than all of us? 
the problem since before amalgamation. You don't know the problem is, is centuries away. It's not now. It's not now. It's not now. When men were selling themselves, men born of the same clan, selling themselves, exchanging themselves for mirrors, exchanging themselves for... Are you getting what I'm saying? It has only... Corruption is not today. Corruption is not today. It's only Christ that can solve it. There is no anti-corruption agency that can solve it. Anti-corruption is corrupt. You, see, you, 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 need, you need several anti-corruption to check themselves. Glory to God. Believers are the solutions in this world. I'm not, even America is in trouble. There is no body that is not, there is no nation that is not in trouble except the one governed by Christ. The gospel we preach is the gospel of what? It's the gospel of faith. It's the gospel of grace. It's the gospel of grace. Actually, it's the gospel of grace, but we cannot enjoy that gospel of grace without the word of faith. Because the Bible says you are saved by grace. Through what? Through faith. So if you teach faith, it's to enjoy grace. If you teach grace, you must be conscious of faith to enjoy what you are teaching. So it's the gospel of... Turn your Bible to the book of Acts chapter... Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 20. Sorry. Acts chapter 20. Verse 24, when there was revelation concerning Paul that he was going to be banned, there are things that witnessed against him, blah, blah, blah. You know, the Bible says, Paul was trying to respond. Verse 24, see what it says. But none of these things move me. Neither can't hide myself, my life, dear unto myself, so that I might finish my cause with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus. To testify the gospel of what? Of the grace of God. Can you see that? To testify the gospel. Why some of us don't appreciate grace is because we, if we were in their days where it was, you have Judaism around. You get what I'm saying? You appreciate grace. You appreciate grace. If check throughout the scripture, all right? Why in Romans he said the word, the gospel we preach, the word that we preach is the what? Is the word of faith. So you are not wrong if you say it's the word of faith. You are not wrong if you say it's the gospel of grace. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because whatever you say that is called gospel must build faith in people, must tear faith in people. Are you getting what I'm saying? Good. And must give people grace. Must give people grace. Must not give people condemnation. I hope that is clear. So the gospel we preach is the gospel of grace. Therefore, without the person, the presence, and the place or power of grace, we can do no kingdom assignment. Let's look at it in three dimensions. The person of grace. The person of grace. Don't see grace as just a gift that has been bought for you on the Valentine's Day. That's why people mess up with grace. You have to see grace as a gift of person. As a person, a gift of person. Now, if somebody shows up 
probably are in a relationship and then somebody shows up or you are married on a Valentine's Day and they said, well, I don't have a gift for you, but I am the gift I am giving to you. You know, that's beyond the normal kind of gift. He gave himself as a person of grace. In John chapter 1, Bible says, and this word became flesh. Open your scriptures to it. Verse 14. John chapter 1. He was describing Jesus, who is the living word. John chapter 1. We are going to look into the scripture. Let's look into the scripture. Let's look into the scripture. John chapter 1. Verse 14. Now, Bible says, Now let's look at verse 14. And the Word, the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld His glory. Can you see the Word? His glory. His glory. H-I-S. His glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and what? And truth. You see that? The only begotten of the Father. The person of grace is what? Is Jesus. The person of grace is the spirit of Jesus. I will show you now. The Bible says Jesus was full of grace and what? And truth. Now if you read further, you read further, you see in verse 16 it said, And of his fullness have all we received and grace for grace. You see that? We have all received grace for what? For grace and of his fullness. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by what? Jesus Christ. Anywhere you see, any church you see that law prevails over the grace. There's some glory there too. You know, the Bible says that he had glory. Are you getting you can miss grace and law together and still see certain miracles? Because under the law there were a lot of miracles. In fact, let me tell you. Some people prefer law because the miracles under the law were crazy miracles. Where somebody is calling down fire. <laughs> like a comedian looked at me and said that Pastor if you just said, fire. Your gas will just have fire. It has turned my mouth to matches. That's the way Elijah was. Are you getting what I'm saying? Look at it. Verse 16. Verse 17 again. For the Lord was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Now grace is a person. Now how do I know? Grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. In our life right now, we have the Holy Ghost on our inside. And the Holy Ghost is referred to as the Spirit of Christ. Holy Ghost is referred to as the Spirit of Christ or Spirit of Truth. You remember? Now, um, in interpretation of the scripture, when the Bible says that uh, Jesus was full of grace and truth, it doesn't mean that grace is different from truth. It could mean grace of truth. Praise God. 
Because directly interpreting the um, the Greek into the English, sometimes when they use conjunction, does not mean that those two words are different. It means they are the same. You know, if you read, Bible says that whoever is born of the Spirit is what? The Spirit. Either is born of the flesh is what? It's flesh. Before that, he said that if you are born of water and of what? And the Spirit, um, you enter the kingdom. He's not actually saying the Spirit and the Word are different. Do you get it? Because later if you check in the book of 1 John, he said the Word is the Spirit. How did he put it? He said the Spirit is the truth. Are you getting it? Alright? The Word that I speak unto you, they are what? Spirit and life. They are actually the same thing. But for the purpose of understanding on an English level, they are divided as if they are separate. It's still the same thing. Grace is truth. Truth is grace. Amen? Good. So in John chapter 4 verse 24, the scripture says that in verse 23, he said, God seeks people that will worship him, true worshippers. Alright? In verse 24, he said, God is what? Spirit. And those who worship him, worship him in what? In spirit and in truth. Now don't forget that Bible says that the living world is the truth. Jesus Christ. And Bible says God is spirit. So the truth is spirit. So those who worship him, worship him in spirit and in truth. So we could have said that those who worship him, many men. Amen. Amen. Now, the grace is Christ. The grace is the spirit of Christ. The spirit of truth. Now, that is why if you fellowship with the Holy Ghost, you are flowing in grace. Nobody will tell you to fellowship, to have a quiet time, to have a personal interaction with God. We are robbing ourselves of not doing it. Look at what he says. Now when he brought the salvation, what did he do? He appeared to all men that they might be saved. That's why the scripture says that I wish all men are saved and come to the light of the knowledge of Christ. Now look at it. Verse 12. Teaching us. Teaching. Now when Jesus was alive, did he teach? He taught. When the Holy Spirit was to come, what did Jesus say about him? He will teach you all things. The spirit of truth is our primary teacher. In fact, to be sincere with you, for every believer, Holy Spirit is your primary teacher. I am not. No pastor is anybody's primary teacher. Holy Spirit is my primary teacher. Holy Spirit is your primary teacher. That's why when I teach, you can confirm whether those things are truth. I know it's there in the scripture. It said that we not be tossed to and fro again by every wind of what? Doctrine. It can be linked to grace. I will get there in Ephesians chapter 4. It can be linked to what? To grace. Because once you have accepted the person of grace, it makes you a person of grace to your word. You don't know? Those things they say, not those orthodox churches, they say is grace. The Lord Bishop of is correct. Correct. He has made men as graces in the body of Christ. Those are fivefold ministries. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, if that is in the body of Christ, 
If you are to go outside the body of Christ to bring people into the body of Christ, then you will be gracious to people outside the body of Christ as believers. Are you getting what I'm saying? So you are gracious in your office. Not grace, graces. And you are not gracious until, don't say because you know you are gracious. You don't know those, you don't know those who are gracious because they are speaking Greeks. You know those who are gracious because they witness Christ. Amen? Every dimension, all those four dimensions, if it's flowing, any of them flowing in your life, it means the grace is flowing in your life. And it's flowing to people. Now look at what it says. Teaching us to do what? To denying that, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. Looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. You see that? Who gave himself for us or that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. Witnessing. Zealous. For what? For witnessing. Can you see that? So teaching us to deny ungodliness. Teaching us not to compromise. Teaching us to reject bribe. Yes, the Holy Spirit will teach you. He will tell you this is not the right money to take. Those things might be very scarce in church now. God finds it difficult to go through has been taking bribe to other lives. God finds it difficult to those who have been insulting people in their office. Who have character matter. That you have character matter does not mean you have not been saved by grace, but you must not remain there. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's why the grace does not stop at giving you, when he brought the salvation and gave it to you, it didn't stop there. From salvation level, then he began to teach you on how to deny ungodliness. So every day you fellowship with him, there are things you are taught. There are instructions you receive. Are you getting what we're saying? And he said the reason he's doing all these things is because of good works. Praise God. So when you deny ungodliness, then the company can come out of your spirit. When you deny ungodliness, then you can lead your nation. When you deny ungodliness, then you can stand. Are you getting what I'm saying? In the boardroom. And be a voice for him there. Glory to God. Now you see that, that the grace is a what? Is a person. Now, to bring this point home, I would like to take you to 1 Corinthians chapter 6. 1 Corinthians chapter 6. Once we are done with that, we quickly move to place or presence. Hmm. 1 Corinthians chapter 6. I want to read from, I think, let me check. Okay. I'm coming. I think I'm right. First Corinthians chapter 6. Uh, it should be from... Let's read from verse 12. Can we read together? Everybody. Let's just look into the scripture and read it together. Fantastic verses that we want to read. If we are ready, let's read. Go. All things are lawful unto me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. Now look at it. 
the way God has created us and engraced or graced us is such that we are in charge of everything. Are you getting what I'm saying? You are in charge. Your cloth doesn't dictate to you. You dictate to it. Your money doesn't dictate to you. He said, all things are lawful, but for those who are conscious of the person of grace, there are certain special instructions he gives to them that makes all things that are lawful not important. Are you getting what I'm saying? That makes all things that are lawful not crucial, not expedient. He said, not all things that are lawful are what? Expedient. Now, you see what it says there. Because there was an argument was trying to raise response to. Alright? But we are not ready to go there now. He said, I will not be brought under the what? The power of any. Later when we are talking about the power of grace, you understand what it means by this. Because where we read in Ephesians, he said, we are seated with him in heavenly places in Christ. Above every form of things. So you can't be brought under the power of money. can't be brought under the power of this. Nothing should be used. No material. No money should be used to influence a person of grace. Are you getting what I'm saying? Should not be used to influence. If people throw water in front so that they can step on a cool ground, you shouldn't be a scapegoat. Are you getting what I'm saying? That shouldn't be a trap for a person of grace. Those who sow seed into my life, for that, have just lost their money. They've lost their seed. They've lost their fruit. Because... The, people give their way into control. So I'm not saying you should not give, but you shouldn't have that kind of motive. Especially if you are giving to people who cannot be controlled by a seed of faith. Glory to God. It's the same God bless you. For a recharge card of 100 naira on my phone and a recharge card of 10,000, it's the same God bless you. And for iron, you know what's called iron? You know what's called machine? Things like Maserati, things like Sesudi Jujini, this is, is God bless you. The moment you are sweating to bless the person that brought machine and iron, there's a control. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's God bless you. It's God that rewards the art of every seed sower. In the book of James, he said because somebody came with... Let me show you. The book of James chapter... I think it should be chapter 2. It should be chapter 2. Chapter 2 now. Read from verse 1. My brethren. Have not the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ. Have not the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. The Lord of glory. The, the Lord of glory with respect of persons. With respect of persons. For if there come unto your assembly. If there come unto your assembly. A man with a gold ring. A man with a gold ring. In goodly apparel. In goodly apparel. And there come in also. And come in also. A poor man in vile raiment. A poor man in what? Vile raiment. Vile raiment. And ye have respect unto him that weareth the gay clothing. And you have respect unto him that weareth the what? Gay clothing. I don't understand your version. <laughs> King James. I'm not used to... And that's, that's the old King James. 
And no, you can't repeat it because we don't have time. Except we are going to pick up from that. Fine. That, that three, one is too, that is too poor. Uh-huh. Yes, is, she's having another one. Okay. Is um, that NKJV? For if there should come into your assembly a man with gold rings uh-huh. in fine apparel, uh-huh. and there should come also in a poor man with filthy clothes, uh-huh. and you pay attention to the one wearing the fine clothes. Now, that, that, what's the suggestion of that verse to every pastor? Some people will always come with filthy clothes. Now, they might not even appear filthy to you, but mm. it might appear filthy to the pastor. Because mm. pastor has taste. Continue. And say to him, you and seems to him, you sit here in a good place. You sit here. That's the man with golden apparel. Sit here in a good place. Yes. And say to the poor man, and you say to the poor man, you stand there or sit here at my footstool. Ah. <laughs> when you are not on your feet. Yes. Have you not shown partiality amongst yourselves? Now, what he's saying is that faith does not operate partiality. In grace, there's no partiality. Do you know that the same God that died for the rich died for the poor? Yes, sir. And that in him, there is, there is equality. That's what he says. He said in Christ, neither, he said, neither circumcision or uncircumcision availed much, but what? Faith that works by what? There's another place I'm trying to quote. Galatians chapter, I think 3.29 or something. Uh, neither male nor female. Um, neither open to the place if both of us can't remember. <laughs> this is our church. <laughs> neither born or free. Male or female. Somebody should open that place and read it for us. Then we'll come back to you. <laughs> People are going, this is our church. You expect pastors to know the Bible often. Okay. <laughs> when well, I'm not imam. The first place. Yes. The first place is Galatians 5 verse 6. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision availed anything, nor yes. circumcision, yes. but faith which worked by, by love. love. The second by one love. is in 6 verse 15. Galatians 6 15. Yes. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision availed anything, nor uncircumcision, but a new creature. A new creature. A new creature. Uh, check Galatians chapter 3. Towards the end. There's something there. I think there should be. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Read it. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. 3 verse, what is that? 28. 28. Neither born or free. Bond or free. Bond or free. There is neither male nor female. Neither male nor female. For ye are all one in Christ Jesus. Can you see what it says? Because there are people who feel too special in Christ Jesus. Have you noticed some people feel very special? <laughs> they just they have the feeling. Some don't show the feeling, but they have it. You know, you know, you can have feeling and it might not be revealed. You know, the Bible says it has not yet been revealed. What we shall be. <laughs> so it says all of us are what? We are one in Christ. There is no cool place. There is no good place. There is no city at my foot. Are you getting what I'm saying? You can't even imagine. See the way you use the word foot. For poor people. And we are seated with him in heavenly places. Yes, read more. Read, read some 
Read some more in that verse. Have you not shown partiality among yourselves? Have you not shown partiality among yourselves? And become judges with evil thoughts. Ah uh-uh. ah. That's okay. Let's go back to first Corinthians. <laughs> he said it's an evil. It's an evil. You see, most people worship materials, worship money. You always do things to get the attention of the rich. Some people even do it to get the attention of the rich at the expense of the poor. Have you not seen the way things are in the world? Must we be like them? Must we be like them? You see an elderly man that is poor. Come on, sir. And then you see an elderly man that is rich. Ah, good morning. <laughs> good morning, sir. I saying good morning, sir, like ten times. It's still the same thing. Once there is something, it's difficult for God to call to pioneer a business or to call someone to pioneer a ministry or to call people into ministry at fivefold or to witness, to engage believers, to witness for, for him. Those kind of people must not be people that can be easily controlled by what is seen. Are you getting what I'm saying? When they brought food to Daniel, he knew that when they... This thing that is seen, if it controls our spirits, game over. They will have killed them. You know what it means for banquet? For you to enter and you see food everywhere? You know what it means to enter, to eat on the table set by kings? Eh? Did you see the wedding recently? There's one wedding where people sat down and then they feel, and then they, the Lord just said, my son, my son. I want you to have 24 hours fasting with me. And you know that there can't be room for takeaway there. Because some people, the first thing that will come to their mind is takeaway. If I must obey you, oh Lord, take away from here. But once you are controlled by what food controls people, once some people are hungry like this, their high will change. They are just hungry. God has not even instructed them that they should fast. They are just hungry. That's why you see some men misbehaving in the house. The level of maturity has not reached that stage. That absence of food should not destroy the institution of God. Absence of food. Temporary absence of food should not destroy the what? The same thing to the women. Temporary absence of money should not destroy the institution that God has put in. Are you getting what I'm saying? People just act like babies everywhere. Let's get back to Corinthians. Not all things are experience. All things are lawful. All things are lawful. And if you know the person who is talking, if I unfold his life, I can only compare his life to that of Samuel. When he said, whose ox have I taken? Who have I cheated? Who have I... When he started rolling out those things, ha! You wonder how the children of Samuel went the way of the children of Eli. God didn't have anything against Eli, except that his children was not taught. God didn't have anything against Samuel, except that his children also were wayward. So Paul says, my friend, you know Paul didn't have a child, so <laughs> except for spiritual children, Timothy and all that, and so those ones, they carried the grace, you know, and then they carried it forward. He said, not all things are experience, not all things are experience. All things can be lawful. 
Alright? Let's read on. Who is reading that first Corinthians? I'm going somewhere there. I'm going somewhere there. Because there are things they are giving you to eat. It might be lawful, but it's not expedient. He said what? Meat for the belly. Meat for the belly. Is that NKJV? Yes, sir. Let's do NKJV. Okay. If it's NKJV, please continue. If it's not NKJV. Food for the stomach. And stomach for food. God will destroy both it and them. <laughs> now, the body is not for sexual immorality. No, no, no. We are, lo- we are looking at the words together. What is the it? What is the them? <laughs> what is the it? Eh? The food and eat are. So, some people can perish with food. Now, see what he's trying to say. One of the signs of the maturity of any believer that is graced Eh? It's a control of appetite. You must be able to control your appetite. Continue. Now, the body is not for sexual immorality. Uh-huh. You know, it's like food. History of stomach. The same way. Sex. Sex to some people is like food. Morning, afternoon, evening. Three square says. Yes. I know you like to hear about sex, but I won't talk. I'm not, I am not, see, not all things are expedient. <laughs> I will not be brought under the speaking of talking about sex because I can see the desires to hear more about it. <laughs> continue. But for the Lord. But for the Lord. And the Lord for the body. The Lord for the body. And God both raised up the Lord. Yes. And will also raise us up by his power. Can you see that? Now, he's saying that your body is for the Lord and the Lord for your what? For your body. Not that you are doing science students and you are damaging your body with chemicals. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? Because they say that is common now. No wonder scripture says that don't be filled with wine when it is necessary. But be what? Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Because the body primarily is for the Spirit. When you hear the Lord, it means the Spirit. Yes? Continue. Do you not know, Do that, you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Your bodies are members of Christ, yes. Shall I then make the members of Christ and make them members of a harlot? Can you see that? Certainly not. Certain, I can't kiss a lot. I can't smoosh a lot. Now, what's, what's an a lot in this context? Hmm? What's the a lot in this context? Anybody that is strange to your body. Anybody that has not been joined with your body. If, look, this is not an end time church. This is church of God on the earth. You might find it difficult to be hearing this thing from different places, but that's the truth. What is actually saying there is a strange body. The Lord is not a strange body to your body. Because he's talking to believers. He said that's why the body is for the Lord and the Lord is for the body. Anything that comes in 
unauthorized by the Lord is halotry. Continue. When anything, let me, let me tell you this. If doing a business with somebody, you have made an agreement with the person to do the business because of the viability of the business. And you leave the person and the Lord that owns the body, the Lord in charge of your life disagree with the business, you have only gone a step ahead of him. You can always reverse. You call your business partner and you call the business off. There are people who are ashamed of doing that at the expense of their fellowship with the Lord that owns the body. If he owns your body, he owns your business. You can't separate your business from your body. Continue. Or do you not know that he who is joined to a harlot is one body with her? Okay. For the two, he says, shall become one flesh. The scripture is still being fulfilled. When you are romancing a lot. <laughs> do, you, do, you what, do you get what he said? That once you are at the expense of your fellowshipping with the Lord, all right, engage in a lottery, he said the two. So it means that when unbelievers even marry, the two become one. Do you see what he said? That marriage is marriage, whether it's inside Christ or outside Christ. So, in literal terms, if you are married, alright, and you engage another body, the two is becoming one somewhere else again. Because primarily it's first and foremost with the Lord. Paul spoke about marriage. One day I was on the phone with my mentor, and then we were just talking. He just told me, he said, somebody asked him a question. And he said that, that the question, he said because he wrote an article that it's difficult to teach what you have not practiced. Somebody now said that Jesus spoke about marriage, Paul spoke about marriage. How come they are teaching what they have not practiced? So while we were talking, I now said, ah, Pastor, it was the fellowshipping that Paul had engaged with the spirit. It was that fellowshipping that he took the marriage concept from. The understanding of our fellowshipping with God is like a marriage concept. That's where Paul got that revelation from. And it's the truth. Go and check the scripture. And you will see it now when we read it down. Read on. But he... Who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with He said, him. but he who is what? Joined with the Lord is what? One spirit with him. Continue. Flee sexual immorality. You see that? Every sin that a man does is outside, outside the body. But he who commits sexual immorality sins against his very own body. Or do you not Thanks. know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit mm. who is in you? Whom you have from God, you are not your own. For you were bought at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. You see that? And the Lord that he has been speaking about is the grace. Is the person of grace. I hope that is clear. So because one of the things that stop people being an effective witness is because of some weaknesses in their life. 
But if you are one with the person of grace, you overcome that weaknesses. That's why he told Paul. He said, my grace is sufficient for you. The strength is made perfect in your weakness. Number two, the place or presence of grace. Romans chapter 5. Let's quickly read Romans chapter 5. Why I say presence or place is this. It's just an atmosphere. Do you get it? Bible says, if any man be in Christ. So you could put, if any man be in grace. If any man be in truth. You shall know truth and it shall make you free. You shall know the grace of God, which is the gospel of Christ, and it shall make you free. See that? Let's quickly read, because of time, Romans chapter 5, verse, let's begin from verse 1. From verse 1. Yes, NKJV. Therefore, having been justified by faith, now, can we read together everybody? It's like when we read together, everybody's, you know, when you read something, there's a way it enters you more than just hearing it. Alright? Let's read together. One, two, three, go. Therefore, Therefore having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through whom also we have access by faith into the grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Now, we have access into what? Into. You all say the grace. We have access by faith into this grace. Uh-huh. That's what I want to hear. Into this grace. That's why I say you are saved by faith, by grace, through what? Through faith. Into this grace wherein we rejoice. Now, because of time, let's stop. Because he started talking, the reason for the rejoicing, whether you are, because you are, you are in grace, but you are still facing tribulation. I'm going somewhere. Because when we get to the power of grace, that is where we overcome tribulations. Now, read on. I want you to see something, but I won't talk much about it. Wherein we rejoice, yes? Wherein we stand yes. and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Now, we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God, yes? And not only that, not only that. But we also glory in tribulations. You see that? You see that? That's why we are in tribulation because we are conscious that we are in grace and we are standing, we give him all the glory. Mm. Regardless of what the tribulation is. So what that means is that when you are sacked from work on the outside, it does not affect your flow on the inside. In fact, I realize that in the scripture, people of grace is when they face challenges it's when they face challenges that they utilize grace more. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes, sir. The Holy Spirit might not come so real to you in any time than the time you are facing challenges. Yes? Knowing that tribulation produces perseverance. Can you see that? So you persevere because of the challenges. Now, I, I want you to jump from there. Go to verse 17 quickly. Verse, verse 17. 17. Yes. For if by the one man's offense, yes. death reigned through the one, yes. 
much more those who receive abundance of grace yes. and of the gift of righteousness yes. will reign in life yes. through the one Jesus Christ. Continue, continue. Therefore, mm-hmm. as through one man's offense, judgment came to all men, yes. resulting in condemnation, mm-hmm. even so, through one man's righteous act, the free gift came to all men, yes. resulting in justification of life. Mm-hmm. For as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners, so also, by one man's obedience, many will be made righteous. Mm. Continue. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded, grace abounded much more. So what he's saying is that you can't say because you are graced and be outside the physical environment or the secular environment. In fact, where it will prove that you are graced is in secular circles. Are you getting what I'm saying? Where sin abounds more. Where there are issues. Do you understand? Now, the grace will flow better in your life in Africa than in Europe. You know we use more faith in Africa. Where somebody can be sick and just need to take drugs and you are still using faith with the drug. You know what I mean by that? Even though the drug is genuine, the paracetamol in Europe does not work like paracetamol in Africa. There is a difference between the two. Grace. Have you noticed that sometimes all these sockets, they spoil? If you get UK sockets, your grandchildren will still be using it. I know what I'm talking Go to the houses that they built. One pants, one pan was still one point something pounds was one error. Even the human beings in Africa now. Except for people in Christ. If not because human beings come from God, we'll have been saying human beings are substandard. That's why you need grace. When there is perversion, eh? Bible says grace abounds much more. That's where I'm going. In Romans chapter 6 verse 1, to cut this short because of time, he said, can we continue in sin that the grace might what? So what he's saying is that if you are in grace, if you are in the environment of grace, it will be difficult for you to continue in sin. Are you getting it? Because you have been enabled. That's where I'm going next. Exodus chapter 33. I like to read that place because you have an idea from the Old Testament perspective what it means to be in grace. Exodus chapter 33 from verse 11. From verse 11. So the Lord spoke to Moses. So the Lord spoke to Moses. Face to face. Face to face. As a man speaks to his friend. As a man speaks to his friend. And he would return to the camp. And he would return to the camp. But his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man did not depart from the tabernacle. Yeah. Then Moses said to the Lord, yes. See, you said to me, Bring up these people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Should I continue, sir? Continue. Yet you have said, I know you by name, mm-hmm. and you have also found grace in my sight. Can you see that? Yes. Now, therefore, I pray, if I have found grace in your sight, show me now your way, that I may know you, and that I may find grace in your sight. 
Let, don't let us do exegesis. God, he spoke with God face to face, right? And he has found grace in his what? His sight. Then he says, show me your way. That I may find what? Grace. Grace. Uh-huh. Show me your way that I may know you uh-huh. and that I may uh-huh. find... I may know you. Yes. That I may find... And I may find grace in your sight uh-huh. and consider that this nation is your people. Uh-huh. And he said... My presence will go with you. And, and he said what? My presence will you know, go... That, that was a prayer. Yeah. He already had an encounter. And in the encounter, he was praying again for more of what he has seen. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Now, God's response is his presence. Read on. Start My... again. Read that place again. And he said... Oh, okay, I should go back again. And he said, and he said uh-huh. My presence will go with you. My presence will go with you. You know what he said? Once you have my presence, you have my way. You know me. You find grace. You find grace. Who is the three of them? Is Jesus Christ not the truth? Yes. Is he not the way? No. And life. And life. You see the three of them combined there. Mm. Continue. And I will give you rest. And I will give you what? Rest. Do you remember Matthew chapter 11 verse 28 saying, Come unto me, all ye that labor, and I will give you rest. Continue. And he said, okay, and he said, And he said, My presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Yes. Then he said to him, Yes. If your presence does not go with us, do not bring us up from here. Let me stop here today. You, you saw the response of Moses. What was, was Moses protesting? He wasn't protesting. He was just laying hold on what he had. That we know what it means for your presence to be with us. It was his presence that parted the rest. It was his presence. Because he said that I may know you, know your way, find favor in your sight. What is it? Everybody is complaining. Say, God, what are we going to do? What is in your hand? Rod. Stretch it. That's what it means to know God. Because you want to implement something on the earth. You have probably a business plan. You have whatever. You have whatever. You have whatever. And you think what you need is outside you. If you are actually in his presence, the presence of grace, the place of grace, then you will know what is necessary. Nobody could have thought it was the rod of Moses that would part Red Sea. If the Israelites had known, they would have even collected it from his hand and stretched it themselves. Because they saw Egyptian army already coming. You have not been faced with death face to face. That's why the grace is not flowing yet. When you get to a point and you say, then God, what is in your hand? Are you getting what I'm saying? This is when I want to teach on the power, on the power of, you realize that the more challenges you have on the outside, the more enablement of grace from the inside. You know the why? That's why it says that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You might not enjoy him at a certain level of grace yet, until things mount up on the outside. Some of you, you know, when we talk in church, they say, death cancellation, you don't even know what it means because you are not in debt. 
You have not collected loan for business. You have not seen millions of dollars flying away. You think you are smart. People who are losing money, you think they are not smart. When they arrange you, when they set you up, then you go back to the God of grace. Are you getting what I'm saying? That God! Let me give you a, let me give you a testimony. You won't enjoy the last point if I rush it. Let me give you a testimony. A banker. Intelligent. Sharp. One of the top bankers. A man of God, you know him very well in this country. He has a church in the UK, so you know the person I'm talking about. He just came into a meeting. So the person was one of the protocols. I said, ah, what do you do? He said, I'm a banker. He gave him two psalms. He said, read these psalms. <laughs> he said, I pity SCGC people. SCGC. I also do SCGC. But you see, there is a realm called the prophetic that can mess up your understanding. No, no, no. Look at it. Are you saying Moses had not met God? In Exodus chapter 3, God called him on the Monday. He saw bush burning. You have not even seen bush burning. You are just speaking. And the bush was not consumed. Look at all the encounters that Moses had. Look at everything that God told him to do, to perform in, in, in Pharaoh's palace. Do you remember? In Egypt. Look at the last miracle. The plague. You know, the, the, yeah, it's a plague. The last plague. Despite that, they got to the Red Sea. Moses didn't know what to do. No, you, you just believe. God will always be God. Well, this one that everybody has turned themselves to God now. And how to always know what to do is to be conscious of the place and the presence you carry. And the presence that carry you because you don't only carry him. In fact, the better understanding should be that he carries you. There is a definition of the Holy Spirit as being a transporter, not here you are TW, who catapults you from a realm to another realm. Probably when we are teaching the Holy Spirit, I'll be able to explain better. There's actually a definition, a definition of the Holy Ghost as the one that mobilizes you, that takes you from a realm to another realm. Moses got there. You know, Moses could have thought that one of those miracles we perform, maybe the method we apply is what we are going to use here. You know that applies to a lot of people. The way we open the church in Ife, that's the way we are going to open it in Lagos. And no student is resuming in Lagos. There is resumption outreach. There's no resumption outreach in Lagos. You get what I'm saying? Until you find yourself in places where every wisdom that God has taught you before you applied cannot work, then you go back to him now. So most the Bible says Moses cried unto God and God said, What's in your hand? Why you say move forward? God was able to say move forward. So it looks like okay, even if you have been moving forward, something will have happened. Tell the Israelite to move forward, then what's in your hand? Say Lord, they stretch it. And he says, if your presence will not go with us, we will not what? We will not move away from here. That's why they have the cloud, of, uh, the cloud in, the, in the day and the pillar of fire in the, in the night. 
What does that symbolize to you? What does that represent? It's the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit. That is the angel he said he will go before them, that they must not grieve. That's the angel he said he will go before them. I remember, I think I've shared it before, that pillar of fire in the night, because in the desert it's always cold in the night. They will be warm. Dangerous animals will run away from them. Because when dangerous animals see those things, they will, that means it's protecting them, it's keeping them warm, it's giving them light. That's Holy Ghost. In the day, cloud is preventing them from direct heat. This one that you are crying ozone layer. You need cloud. <laughs> but you see, people have created cloud for themselves. They have shades. Off lots of shades, umbrella, all those. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? Give them heat in the day, in, in um, coolness in the day. Another, and it provides direction too in the night and in the day. Grace, grace is a person. It's not something you fumble with. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's not somebody you, you are careless with. Though it will forgive, it will, over, it will help you overcome issues, but you don't take grace for granted. Don't take it for granted. Father, we thank you. We give you praise for worship. Can you were saying that you have no business with the Old Testament? You saw, we saw what we saw from the Old Testament. Did you see what we saw from the Old Testament? The conversation of Moses and God. Some people have not been able to have that kind of conversation since they were in Christ. Since they were in Christ. You know what it means? You don't know that everyone that God used in the Old Testament were given a taste of how New Testament will be like. You don't know. I was telling them in effect. Eh? For David to be saying that I will look up to the hill where my help come from. And Jesus came and said we are on the hill. So we don't look up to any hill. People look up to us. Because on the hill means in Christ. See, when they gave the guy psalms, two psalms, I don't know why that man of God gave him the two psalms. But we knew why later. The guy is a funny big boy, protocol, in Christ. New creation, new creation champion. Catalasso. Oikudomio. Magaragara. Magosa. You know what happened? He's a top banker. There was a deal that is over 500 million or something. He signed it to release the money out and it was a fraud. That's how the money disappeared. They, they were coming for him from, from Panti or Krikri. You know what it's called Panti or Krikri? Some of you don't even appreciate grace because you don't know those places. People went to prison. I'm not saying you will go to prison to appreciate grace. I'm not saying you go to prison. But you can go there for evangelism. It's when people go to the tomb or the sepulchre or cemetery that people will say, Oh, good, good. And after that, they begin to eat a banamala. And they've forgotten the grace again. <laughs> the same people. People can be hacked in this, in, this, in this side of the world. I've seen people crying that their father is being laid to rest. They were crying. Under three minutes. Getting, 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 getting. 
I have never cried. And they wonder why people like us will not cry. They thought we are the hypocrites. I don't know. Africa looks like an environment that is not that real. That's the truth. That's why you have to be conscious of the grace that is real. Let me tell you, that man had problem, and they moved the money away, and then he was responsible. Then the bank quickly set him up because they needed to arrest him to get the facts and the truth out of him. So they were coming to carry him from Panti or Krikri. The night before, then you remember, he was given two psalms. Ha. How many of you, you have parents that read Psalms? They recite it. A pastor was with me when I was in Ife this week, and I was with my parents. I, we were talking about Psalms. And my mom said, Psalm so so so, Psalm so so so, Psalm. He said they are just in my head. And I look at myself. No psalm is in my head. Even Psalm 23. I just have an idea. Praise God. When the, when the guy remembered the psalm, that's what he used to pray overnight. Within, 24, within 12 hours, praying overnight with the psalm, they discovered the money in the fourth account. It has been moved to the fourth bank. From a bank to another bank to another bank to another bank. That's where they found the money. That's what, that's what saved him the following morning. If he has been saying the psalm, maybe 20 minutes, 10 minutes, will he not have been delivered? Will he not know when they come up with a strange thing? You don't know. There's a woman that lives in the same company with me, the branch manager. He said some people will come for loan with, with terms. Then you see Christian going for loan with nothing. No tongue, no word, nothing. Especially when you read it in Yoruba, your life will be transformed. Powerful psalms. No wonder Paul said we should sing in hymns, psalms, and spiritual songs. And they are telling you that Old Testament is not correct. Ah, who did us like this? Have been seeing words like that on, on the internet. How did we get here? Who did us like this? <laughs> Come on, lift up your hands and blast in tongues now. Pray in the Holy Spirit. We know you have been blessed by the insightful teaching of God's word by Pastor Tucker Officer, brought to you by Communion Christian Center. For more information on how to be a partner and others, contact plus 234-8035-858047 or send a mail to tokwaiofficio at gmail.com. Remain blessed as you fulfill your destiny.